Have you ever been at a point in your life where you wonder if you have what it takes to keep going? You're tired, you're frustrated, you're burnt out. And you might even be wondering, Lord, should I even continue to push through this? Is this what you want for me to do? Or should I just give up? If you're tired and if you're struggling to stay the course, if you are in need of motivation and biblical inspiration, stay tuned because this episode is for you. Apples! Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Hello, Apples. Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. So episode number eight, this is amazing. We are two episodes away from completing season one of this podcast series. So thankful. I'm so excited for what has already been done, what God is doing through these podcasts and what is to come. So again, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you, the Good Apple community, those of you who continue to show up week after week, those who continue the conversation with me in my DMs, text message, calls, Facebook messages, all of that. Thank you so very much. I really, really appreciate you. If this is your first time tuning in to one of the Good Apple Podcast episodes, welcome. I am so happy that you are here. I believe that you are going to be blessed by the information and I look forward to connecting with you. So as soon as you can, be sure to check the show notes or the description box so that you can find out all the ways that you can connect with me directly as well as get connected with the Good Apple community. So today's episode goes live on Mother's Day and so I wanted to say Happy Mother's Day to all of the mamas out there. Thank you so much for all the sacrifice for the selflessness, for the sleepless nights, for the unending prayers and unconditional love that you show. Even if you're not a mother in the traditional sense, if there are people who look up to you as a mother figure, thank you so much and I do hope that you're having an amazing Mother's Day. And then of course, I have to give a special shout out to the best mommy in the world, Darlene. I love you girl. You are such an inspiration to me, even as a child and now as an adult. I look to you in so many ways. Thank you for being a woman of God. Thank you for being a dedicated child and wife of God. It means so much to have you as a role model to look up to. I often think to myself, if I can be even a fraction of a mother to my children as you are to my brothers and sisters and I, then I know that God will be pleased. 
So mommy, I love you so very much and happy Mother's Day. And of course to my mother-in-law, my mother-in-love, Mama Marlene, happy Mother's Day. I love you so very much. I am so thankful that you're in my life. I'm also so very blessed to have your son who is my amazing husband. So again, we love you. Thank you so much for all that you do. Happy Mother's Day, Mama Marlene. Okay, and now it is time to give the shout out of the week to one of the listening Good Apple community members. So this week's shout out is for Khadijah in Maryland. Khadijah, thank you so very much for tuning in, becoming a member of the Good Apple podcast, for reaching out to me and continuing the conversation. So thank you, my dear. God bless you. Really appreciate your support. I do hope that you have an amazing, blessed week in Jesus. Hey Apples, have you ever wondered about biblical submission? Are you married and maybe you are struggling with actually being submitted to your spouse? Or maybe even struggling with being submitted to God? Well, if you are, then I really want for you to stay tuned for an upcoming episode where I have a candid discussion with another good Apple here on the podcast. I'm going to be talking with Grace McCoy. And she is a blogger as well as a wife and a mother and a devout Christian. She and I are going to have a real life discussion about what it means to be biblically submitted to your husband. And we're also going to talk about what it isn't. I believe that this conversation will be good for men and women, even if you're not in a marriage relationship, because as Christians, we are called to submit ourselves to God. And there is so much confusion sometimes around the word submission, but we are going to get into it. We're going to share our personal stories, our personal journeys, and we're going to give you the biblical perspective that will help you in your relationship with your spouse and with God. So you're definitely going to want to stay tuned for that upcoming podcast because trust me, you're not going to want to miss it. If you're able to, go ahead and close your eyes. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. If not, no problem. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much, God, for another day of life, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to celebrate the mothers in our lives, the mother figures in our lives, Lord. I just ask right now that you do a special blessing, Lord, that you would touch the lives of and the hearts of the mothers listening here on this podcast, God. Just give them renewed strength to continue on, Lord. Just give them a Holy Spirit hug and just let them know that no matter what they're facing, what they will face in the future, Lord, just let them know that you're with them, that you're not going to leave us, Lord. You're not going to forsake us. And that goes for all those listening here, God. Just remind us, give us a Holy Spirit hug, Just remind us, God, that you are always there and that you're never going to leave us stranded, Lord. That all we have to do is just to come back to you, Lord, to seek you because you're always there to help us. And we are just so thankful that you are just that kind of daddy. Lord, I ask right now that you would just remove any barriers for communication, God, any distractions. I just ask that you remove them from my mind and my environment. 
Lord, I ask that you also do the same for the other listeners on the podcast, God, so that we can just have a good communication together, Lord, and so that your message can be relayed in the perfect way. Thank you so much for loving us unconditionally, God. You are amazing. We thank you for just being so good to us. All these things we ask in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. In full disclosure, I had a whole other topic already underway for this week's episode. So episode number eight, I already had a topic. I had a great conversation with one of the good apples and she brought up a point and she said, hey, this might be something worth discussing on an upcoming episode. So I was all geared up and excited and I was actually in the process of recording today's episode. And then things changed. Plot twist. Now, if you have been listening to any of the previous episodes, you know that Holy Spirit has a way of doing that. He has done that before with the Good Apple podcast episodes. And I tried to be obedient. Okay, so when the plot twist happened, it became abundantly clear that this is what I should talk about today. So if you are like me, okay, then there have been times in your life when you just feel like you want to walk away, abandon ship, give up, you know, you're over it. And we've all been there. You know, maybe it has to do with, you know, something in your personal life, your profession, somewhere in between a relationship, you know, your finances. Look, we've all had those moments where we just feel like throwing in the towel because we don't feel like we have enough to go through the motions, you know, sometimes we just feel so emotionally tapped out, spiritually tapped out, financially tapped out, you know, all of the leads, right? You just tapped out. And that is where I found myself this week. So full transparency, you guys know that I like to be very genuine, have a very candid conversation because I believe that's what helps, you know. Um, We can talk about all the perfect moments. We can talk about how we always get it right. But that is not real for most people. You know, for most people, we are in this life together and there are ups and downs, hills, valleys, ebbs, flows, you know. So I wanted to just be really transparent because this week I was feeling very overwhelmed and it wasn't like an overwhelm where it's like, all right, you know, maybe you need to just back off for a little bit. It was like a true weight on my shoulders. And anytime I get to that point, you know, I try to always check in with Holy Spirit, make sure that it's not something that I need to tweak. You know, maybe I've put too much on my plate. So Holy Spirit, what do I need to let go of? Or what do I need to postpone? What do I need to cancel? So I'm always trying to check in with Holy Spirit, you know? And I mentioned, you know, in previous podcasts that I have been blessed with, you know, a lot of things going on right now. Okay. So I know that we all have so many things that are going on. And because of that, then I think it's wise for us to check in with God and say, hey, you know, uh, I'm feeling overwhelmed before we get to that point of totally unraveling. Okay. So that is what I did. I was having a conversation with Holy Spirit and I was like, look, I'm feeling overwhelmed what do I need to cancel? What do I I need to postpone? What should I, you know, put off 
in this season. And it was in that candid conversation that Holy Spirit dropped a verse in my heart, one that I often quote, you know, I, I like saying I have a verse for that. So anytime I'm feeling overwhelmed, anytime I'm feeling tapped out, whether it's emotionally or spiritually or physically, financially, you know, any type of resource where I feel like I'm being tapped out, I like to always reference Luke 12, 48. Okay, so if you can go ahead and grab your Bibles, let's read Luke 12, 48. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. Now, I think that it's good for us to read the whole context of that verse so that we can truly understand what Jesus is saying, because this is the words of Jesus, okay? So it's words in red. So let's go up to Luke 12, 42, okay? Now, I do encourage you to read the entire passage. Very, very good. It's very insightful, you know, because it is obviously the words of God. It's Jesus speaking. It's the Bible, so we know that it is foundation. It is truth. Um, but... For today's episode, I do want for us to read from chapter 12, verse 42, and then I'll tie it all together, okay? So let's go up to chapter 42. The Lord said, Who then is the faithful and wise manager, whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose the servant says to himself, my master is taking a long time in coming, and he then begins to beat the other servants, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. The servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready or does not do what the master wants will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punish, punishment will be beaten with few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. Now, when you read this, it doesn't seem very promising, okay? It actually, you know, if, if you aren't willing to accept the parable, okay? So it's a parable. It's just a story used to illustrate a bigger meaning, a concept, a life lesson, okay? If you're not able to receive that, you might, first of all, be saying, okay, the Lord is talking about slavery and beating people and beating slaves. No, no, no. This is just an illustration because this is what was happening in that time. This was the reality of the world in which Jesus lived, okay? So he was using a, an illustration, a parable, 
to relay a life concept, a life lesson. So the Lord answered because Peter asked him, Lord, are you telling this parable to us or to everyone? That was the question that Jesus was answering. The Lord said, again, words in red, who then is the faithful and wise manager? Okay, and I just read all of that to you. So if we are looking at the context of what's going on, and if we jump down to verse 48, then we see that Jesus is telling the disciples, like, look, you have a job to do. And you should be doing that job even if you don't know when I'm going to return. Don't get lazy. Don't start to say, well, you know, I'm tired or I can goof off. He's given me control over, you know, the estate. He's given me a job to do, but God, you're taking too long. I can't handle it. I can't manage it. So I'm just going to, you know, just do whatever I want. I'm going to mistreat people. Um, I'm going to waste the resources, waste the time. Because if you do that, then there will be repercussions. All right, because we do know that the, the Lord is coming back. Jesus is coming back and we don't know when he's going to come back. But we do know what he told us to do. We do know how he has instructed us to live. We do know that he has called us to disciple others, to spread the good news. He's called us to tell others about the saving power of Jesus so that as many can be saved, will be saved. So those things we do know. So this parable is not endorsing slavery. It's not supporting beating, none of that. As far as, you know, beating men and women into submission, nothing. What he is doing is illustrating through a parable that, hey, if you know better, you should do better because I'm holding you to a higher standard. And that's because I know that you know better. Now, again, you're probably thinking, well, what does this have to do with being overwhelmed? Because hearing all of this, you're probably even more overwhelmed. Don't worry, apples, I'm getting there. So as I was talking with Holy Spirit, and I'm in a state of feeling overwhelmed and wondering, okay, what should I take off my plate? What do I need to relinquish and give up? He dropped the verse in my heart. Luke 12:48, specifically, from everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. Now, for so long on hearing this Bible verse taught, I would focus on the demand, the entrusted, how much I would have to do because I know what God has placed inside of me. Remember, we have that authority spoken of in Luke 10, 19. We have been instructed to, with the help of Holy Spirit, do even greater than what Jesus did when he was here on earth. Okay, so sometimes, you know, we get so overwhelmed with what we need to do, whether it's our personal life, our professional life, you know, our home life, and it can be so overwhelming, so discouraging, so heavy. And we begin to wonder, do I have what it takes? Because the demand is high. The entrusting is high. The, you know, the, what we have been called to do is such 
a big task when you think about it, you know, because everything we do, it should be to the glory of God. So whether you're at your job and your boss gets in on your nerves, whether you're at home and it's like just a crazy house, you know, whether you're in a, in a situation with your spouse and you feel like you can't make heads or tail of it, you know, whether you're looking at your finances and you're like, the Lord's telling me to good, to be a good steward and to tithe, you know, whatever the situation is, it might seem like it's so much bigger than you and that you don't have what it takes. The demand is so high, but guess what? In this Bible verse, I find hope. I find comfort. I find solace. I find peace. There is a promise here for us apples. Because look at this, from everyone who has been given much, from the one who has been entrusted with much. You know, so often we focus on the last part of those verses. Much will be demanded. Much more will be asked. In order for us to be demanded and for us to be asked, we first have to receive the much. We first have to be entrusted with much. Apples, get this. Yes, you have a lot going on. Yes, there's a lot on your plate. Yes, the demands are high. Yes, you have a high calling on your life. Absolutely. But guess what? Because of that, you have been given much. You have been entrusted with much. There is so much in you. There is so much power through God in you that you have been given big tasks. You have been given a family to, to provide for, to protect, to train, to teach, to lead. You have been given a job and you've been given assignments and expectations. You have been given a marriage that you are responsible for, that you are expected to stay in and to build together. You have been given children that you are to train and teach. These are all true demands. You are expected to live as a Christ follower in a dark fallen world. That's a big demand. But guess what? Apples. You have been given much. You have been entrusted with much. Look, God has deposited so much in us. There is so much power and potential in you as a good apple of God, as a Christ follower, that you have everything you need. Apples, I'm talking to myself. As I'm encouraging you, I am speaking to myself. Look, you have what it takes through God. Yes. There's a lot on your plate. Yes, you might feel discouraged, but you've been given much. So that's why God can demand much of you. He can expect much from you. He can expect to ask you to do more because you've been given so much more. This is beautiful. This is the praise dance moment for episode number eight. Look, if he didn't think that you were capable of doing all of this, he wouldn't have given you the the demand in the first place. This episode of The Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by SharondaSimone.com. 
the website where I share all of my raves and faves for beauty, motherhood, lifestyle, and my home. All the items there can keep you bougie on a budget. So make sure you head over and check it out, www.sharondasimone.com. Now, I do want to say that for most good apples, those of us who have decided to live our lives for Christ, okay, whether this is still new for you or whether you have been serving Christ for a long period of time, most of us, anytime we find ourselves overwhelmed or tapped out, it's not because we're just being lazy. It's not because we don't want to do the will of the Lord. Sometimes, just like that servant in the parable that Jesus was talking about, sometimes it's because we get impatient. The, the servant was basically saying, you know what, my master is taking too long to get back. So I'm just going to live a little. I'm going to prematurely give up. And that's what he did. He started drinking and he started acting out, you know, just like some of us do when we feel overwhelmed. Maybe you don't go to drinking, but maybe you give up. Maybe you walk away and say, you know what, God, things aren't happening quickly enough for me. This isn't going to work. So I'm going to just give up and stop being active. You know, so it's not always that we're wasting time or wasting resources. Sometimes it's literally that we prematurely give up. We stop doing and acting and using our authority. We stop being good stewards of what the Lord has placed us in charge of. And that is just as detrimental as wasting and as being lazy and as doing, you know, or not doing what God told us to do. Because again, we know better. And, you know, there are people out there, apples, hear me. You know this to be true. There are people out there who are waiting to hear from you. They are waiting for you to show up and be the representation of Christ in their lives. Their soul depends on you being where you need to be, doing what you are told to do so that they can come to know the Lord. You could be the pivotal person in the lives of so many in your circle of influence. Now, that's not to say that everything rides on you. Because again, Holy Spirit is the one who does the calling, okay? As far as he's the one who plants the seeds in people's heart, Holy Spirit is the one who is drawing people to Christ. But you could be that starting point. You could be that seed. You could be that confirmation in the lives of your friends, your family members, those you work with. The people, you know, on your softball team, the people in your class, the people in your social club, that little spark, that light on the top of the hill, you could be the godly flavor and seasoning that they are waiting to hear from. But what if you prematurely give up? What if you say, you know what, it's too much for me? What if you don't hold on to and claim the authority and the much that you've been given. If you don't do that, then you won't be in position for other people to receive what God has for them through you. 
this is a big, big picture here that we need to realize. You know, we are a part of a huge movement, God's movement. We are kingdom kids and we are called to live a life of sacrifice so that we can draw others to Christ through our lives, through our witness. So in those moments when you feel frustrated, discouraged, when you feel absolutely overwhelmed, first thing is realize that because God has asked you to do much, he trusts you. He puts you over many possessions. He gave you authority. He asks you to do because he's given you much. That is a good thing. You have much. There is a lot for you to pull from. You're not alone in this, okay? It's exciting. It's also encouraging to know that the Lord trusts you and I so much so that he is going to give us such a high calling. So yes, be, you know, humbled by that, but also be encouraged about that. Here is another real life application for me. So if you have been following me on my personal brand, right, my social media platforms, then you'll know that I have been very open about my postpartum weight loss journey, okay? So after baby number three, it has been a longer process for me to lose weight. And there have been times when I feel as though, you know what, it's not worth it. I'm going to throw in the towels, I'm going to accept where I am, I'm going to just accept that, you know, maybe the goal that I have is not attainable. All right. Just total transparency. There are times when I have those moments. And then Holy Spirit reminds me, no, to whom much is given, much is required. And why is that important? Because God has given me a temple, right? He's given you a body, a temple that he wants for us to take care of. Now, Health is different for everyone, okay, or even like health goals, different for everyone. So for me, I just know where and when I'm in my healthiest state, okay? That being said, there are times when I think to myself, you know what, girl, it is what it is. Your husband loves you. You love yourself. You know, you're doing the best you can. Maybe you should shift your benchmark. Maybe you should shift your goal. And then Holy Spirit's like, "Mm mm-mm, I gave you much, I require much from you. You want to be a good example for your children, all right? This is just, again, this is just my story. You can insert your own situation, all right? But I do want to be a good example for my children. So when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel as though I'm just going to throw in the towel, Holy Spirit reminds me, no, I've given you much. You have the fruit of the Spirit. One of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. What does that mean? That doesn't mean that I'm perfect, get it right all the time. But in certain moments when I'm like, okay, Sharonda, it's whatever. Jump off the wagon. It doesn't matter. What's the use anyway? Holy Spirit reminds me, "Mm -mm, you have self-control. Now, since I believe that Holy Spirit lives in my life, in my heart, okay, then I know that I can call on that self-control, not the self-control that I have in and of myself. But if I believe what the word of God says, and if the word of God says that a manifestation of Holy Spirit is self-control, then I can refrain from just living, you know, recklessly as far as my lifestyle, eating habits, 
health, fitness, and all of that. Okay, so here's what I'm saying. If we know that we've been given much and we grab hold to the much because we believe the word of God, we believe what God tells us, then we act differently. You act differently when you know better. If you know that Holy Spirit is operating in your life, one of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. Patience. How many times have I said, you know what? I have patience. Even though Sharonda feels like, Mm-mm, I can't take it anymore. I know that through Holy Spirit, I have patience. According to Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, i.e. patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. All of those things are attributes that we need when we feel overwhelmed. And we have access to that. It's already there for us through Holy Spirit. Again, that's taking our authority, claiming it, living through it because we know we already have it. Alrighty, Apples. So that brings us to the end of episode number eight of the Good Apple Podcast. I really hope that today you were blessed by the information. If you were, if you could do me one favor, please go ahead and share this podcast with a friend. Look, you never know what somebody else is going through. There are some real situations happening in the lives of your friends, your family members, your co-workers, your siblings, okay? You just don't know what people are going through. So if the Lord puts someone on your heart, go ahead, share this podcast, okay? Also too, I would love to continue the conversation, all right? So be sure to reach out to me. Um, let me know what you thought of today's episode. If you have any other topic ideas for upcoming episodes, remember we are going to be talking about biblical submission. It's going to be a great conversation with Grace McCoy. You're going to want to tune in for that. I will let you know specifically when that episode is going live. Um, if you're not following the Good Apple Podcast social media platforms, you really need to because that is how you know each and every time a new episode is live as well as some of the upcoming topics all right also i do have an email list serve that i have started so anytime the episode goes live if you want to be directly alerted through a very basic email message then go ahead and just reach out to me the email address is down below in the show notes Make sure you contact me. I will put you on to the list serve, okay? All right, I think that is it for today. Um, I just want to say again, happy Mother's Day to all of the mamas. Thank you again for all that you do. Have a blessed Sunday. And until next week, remember, I am Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye. Bye.